Shalom Tamar. So good to be with you again on your weekend edition. I always enjoy coming on and being part of the Noahide segment of uh, your weekend edition. And today, once again, I'm very excited about uh, the guest that we have, a gentleman by the name of Jack Saunders. Uh, Jack is a longtime friend, very dear friend. Uh, Jack is a former Baptist minister and uh, was so for a great many years and uh, actually became a Noahide and has been a Noahide for a, a very long time. And in fact, Jack is a leader of a Noahide community in uh, here in the United States in uh, Tennessee. Uh, Jack is also going to be one of the honored guest speakers at the World Noahide Conference being held in Fort Lauderdale at the end of June, uh, June 26th through the 29th, and we hope uh, you'll all be there. Uh, but Jack is a great guy. It's wonderful to have him. Let me just go ahead and bring him on in here. Jack, shalom. Good to be with you again. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Ray, and thanks for the opportunity, of course, to talk about the uh, upcoming conference in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on June the 26th through the 29th, and, of course, to talk about some of the other ideas that Noah Nations has come up with, and hopefully we'll talk about uh, many of those. Great. It's so good to have you here, and I'm very much looking forward to this interview. In fact, let me go ahead and start off just by asking, what do you feel makes this conference so important for you, for, for Noahides, uh, for me, for, for mankind, for people out there in the listening audience today? Well, generally, I would say that the conference is really special simply because it allows Noahides all over the world to get together and to have actually some fellowship with people that have a lot of things in common. Secondly, I would say it's important not only for the fellowship between B'nai Noah, but also with all the Jewish people, especially the rabbis who are going to be involved in speaking, and hopefully, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of other Jewish people that might show up at the conference. Uh, I've talked to several that, although they're not going to be speaking, they're not rabbis, but they're certainly interested, and they have talked about coming. So it, it's important that we not only have fellowship between each other, uh, and renew friendships and make new friendships. But it's also important that we allow this word to get out to the Jewish community. And hopefully as these people return back to their communities, they'll say these people are for real, that there's really people that worship the same God, the God of Yisrael, and that they are really people that are more related to the people of Israel and to Judaism than anybody else in the world. I mean, we're just part of them. And I hope that uh, well, at least maybe provoke people to understand where we're coming from. Well, I think it absolutely has. In fact, I consider that to be uh, such a vital link between uh, Noahides, righteous Gentiles, and the Jewish people is the belief in one God, a belief in his Torah, recognizing that the Jewish people have their role in the world and in Hashem's creation and the role of the Gentiles in Hashem's creation. So let me ask you this. What, uh, what do you think people attending the conference will be coming away with here having spent four days listening to this marvelous lineup of speakers? Well, of course, hopefully they'll come away with a lot more knowledge than what they came with. I mean, that's basically the intent of it, I and mean, it's kind of hard to 
absorb all that information based on kind of cramming it into those few days. But I have at least understood over the years when you come to these conferences that you absorb as much as you can and then later on of course you sit back and you kind of uh, regurgitate that and hopefully as people go back uh, from this conference that they will go back with a lot of information that will help them practice the seven mitzvot of B'nai Noah in their lives and as they go back not only will they go back with the ability to I hope to become better practicers of the seven laws of Noah, but they also go back with a little fire and a little energy in their soul that they will carry this message hopefully to their neighbors that ultimately that the Sheva votes for uh, B'nai Noah is to be practiced by the whole world. So hopefully we, we come back with some energy and some kind of fire and we tell our neighbors about the seven uh, mitzvot uh, for B'nai Noah. Uh, it's not that we're out there being evangel evangelistic or anything like that, but we're sharing information. And that's the whole point. The more information that we have, then the better equipped we are to share that information with other people. That's such an excellent point that you just brought up, Jack. And it's something that uh, I've pondered and, and discussed at great length with people. And it's this idea that the righteous Gentile, the Noahide, we are really dependent upon the rabbis for their wisdom and their knowledge of Torah, their knowledge of Hashem, and it's vital that we learn this through them. But quite frankly, when you get right down to it, in terms of spreading this amongst the world population, there probably isn't enough uh, Jews, uh, man, woman, or child, to be able to actually make that happen. And I've heard many rabbis teach that it's actually the responsibility of the Noahide to actually be spreading this around the world to mankind. Is that kind of how you feel about it as well? Well, I would say that, <clears throat> number one, that the people of Israel, the Jewish people, have never been people that went out to make converts. And, and really, in a sense, they're not supposed to. They are to be the light to the world. And basically, that means when people come and ask them, then they are to give them information. However, for the people uh, like us that are part of the, uh, of the nations that has this information, then we should be equipping each other. And I'm talking about really equipping each other with information that we can take out to our neighbors, our relatives, our friends, and be able to share this information with people. I'm sure that there's a lot of people in various religions that have many, many questions. I run across this all the time, and, and, and you probably do too, Ray, of people having so many questions that they don't quite understand their religious beliefs simply because they're just beliefs. That's all they are. There's, there's really no, no sound knowledge on those beliefs. It's just beliefs. And, and these people are looking uh, for something that, that uh, for lack of a better word, just makes sense that has some kind of a logic and, and rational uh, realization to it. And, and when you're able to share with these people the logic and the ration and, and the reasoning uh, that, that these Sheva spoke for, uh, for the world is all about, uh, most people say it just makes sense. And, and the truth is, that's what it's about. It's a, a universal moral code that is meant for all of humanity. 
uh, not only for you know just B'nai Noah, of course you know as I know, and, and B'nai Israel also knows that they're also part of that. I believe it's uh, one of the great sages said that really the ten evolved out of the seven, and then the six hundred thirteen evolved out of the ten. But they're basic moral standards for all humanity. If we as individuals, and of course more specifically, if we as nations would observe these moral standards, uh, we could surely be doing what Isaiah talks about, and that's beating uh, these weapons of war into weapons of agriculture. And, and what a time to be doing it at this point in time in our history when there's rumors of food shortages all over the world. This would be the time to do it, to take that word of Isaiah. Uh, and by the way, it's been done one time before. If you go back and read about Noah, Noah was born this world. And of course, he was named Noah because he was to con comfort us concerning the earth. And, and what does that mean? Uh, what he did was he took the the metallurgical work of one of Cain's descendants, uh, Tubal Cain, and he, rather than making weapons of war, he actually made plowshares. He, he would take a wooden plow, put a metal sheath around it, and be able to, to till the ground so much more effectively. Uh, so this is part of our job. Uh, I know a lot of people think that, well, we're just going to wait till the Messiah shows up and everything's going to be nice and rosy. No, we have a job, and our job is uh, to go out to share these universal more code with every human possible, not just with individuals, but with nations, and, and take this to the point that, look, here, if we're doing this, we don't have any food shortage. We don't have any food crisis. Why? Because we take all the technology that is geared toward making weapons of war and gear that toward making the lives of everyday human beings better. And that's part of our program. That's, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Amen, amen. So, Jack, let me ask you a question that has been kind of plaguing me and a great many others uh, in, in the Noahide movement, and I want to see if it's something that uh, you have hit upon yourself. So let me just ask you a straightforward question. Is there any one thing that you tend to hear more often that Noahides would like to see happen? Uh, yes. Well, the idea of community is probably the most greatest thing that you will hear people talk about, the, the lack of. Not that there's any out there that they can't you know, get to, but it's just a lack of community. And how do we go about establishing communities? Uh, well, you've got to have some good leaders like Avraham. <laughs> well, Jack, thanks so much for being on the show today. Uh, I think the future looks good for Noahides. And I really want to have you back because I really want to expand on this whole idea of community. And I know that you and I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours, but unfortunately we're just not able to do that today. So thanks again for joining us. I thank uh, our listening audience for being part of our Noahide segment today. And as always, Tamara, thank you so much for, for allowing us to be a part of your day. And thank you so much for your work. So until next week... Everyone, Shavuot Tov.